RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to the You're Not Wrong podcast. My name is Elizabeth. I'm the millennial. I'm Nicole and I'm a Gen Xer. <laughs> and how are you this week? <laughs> Other than angry. I'm not angry. Don't put that on me. <laughs> You're already I'm yelling. I'm sick of this shit. You're, you, you People sound- are, I'm not the angry one, actually. you be. It's all messed up now. In between the I, two of us? Yeah. You asked me the other day when you were going to come into a pod and be happy. So I feel like... It's the difference between un- being unhappy and angry. Fair enough. That's that's fair. Somehow you managed to be unhappy. grumpy, but not angry. Anyway, man, I'm good. I mean, like, oh my gosh, I'm doing a lot. I think I say that every freaking week. I'm tired of saying that too, but I am doing a lot. Like, I'm... The days, the days. I saw this thing on Twitter where this lady was going hiking in some real faraway place. Mm-hmm. And she had like these reminders and it was literally like, get up, brush my teeth, put on my bra, pour the coffee in the cup. It was like every single thing. I she, hate that. I loved it. <laughs> you don't okay. like that? No, that's a little ridiculous. Why? Uh, That's too much. It's just too much. It's just too much. Well, you got a lot of stuff on your brain. Put your bra on. Listen, <laughs> she had it all lined out. And I said, this is the type of content I like to see. Okay. So that's kind of what's been going on. Um, this week was funny. I think I told you a funny story about like remote work. But wh- how, how have you been doing? Oh. I'll get into that later. Oh, a question <laughs> I so seldom hear, but I love every time. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> I've been good. I've been equally busy. Um, I feel like a lot's happening. It's that like. I don't even have kids, but it's that back to school. We're yeah. heading into fall, fall. Halloween rush, mm-hmm. and everything's just hitting all at once. Getting close to the holidays, the end of the year. People are scrambling, trying to make a difference in their life. <laughs> Good luck. It's not working. Yeah, and then in, in January we'll hear all the resolutions of what you failed to do right. the, next, the last three I months. I literally still have the same one I've had for like three years. I've actually done pretty decent with the things that I set out to do this year. Really? So I've got a couple months to finish them and I think it might be possible. I so. don't make those kind of resolutions. I'm done with that. I make, yeah, I make things that like, I want to accomplish this yeah, or I, I want to finish that. that. Oh, mine is learn how to fold a fitted sheet. So in housekeeping. That's it. And I still don't know how. <laughs> That's my New Year's resolution. I can teach you how to do that. I don't. It doesn't work. Yes, Everyone's it does. Everyone's tried to teach no, me. No, I can. You know how to fold a fitted sheet? Yes, I can fold a fitted sheet. <sighs> you would be a prize wife, I tell you. Honestly. Yeah, you're a good one. I, I don't know how I haven't been scooped up, frankly. <laughs> Something's. <laughs> we need to dig deeper because I'm trying to figure out what's going on. What's you know, wrong? Because you know how to fold a fitted sheet. <laughs> you're, you're financially savvy. Yeah. Cute. Thank you professionally successful sometimes college graduate yep and you also know how to fold that fitted sheet uh-huh i don't even know how to do i can that. make a bed I, I know how to make the bed but i cannot fold a fitted sheet yeah so folding a fitted sheet and then the other one was twerking i can't do either one of those um you know my how, twerking's what? okay i was about to say if I you know how say, to do that then this lady not, needs to it's it's this is the I time more practice. this is the lady right here i need more practice <laughs> I think it's a combination of um, my standards being too low. And then um, also just like when you're with someone who's like this amazing. Mm-hmm. Cause I can, know you tell, you tell us about how amazing you are I am, a lot. I'm, yeah, I mean, as, <laughs> I mean, anyone who's listening can hear. 
and hopefully knows I'm joking. But when you are this essentially Thorough. perfect, yeah, um, yeah, it can be a little intimidating. I think I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, I think you're too good. I mean, no one's per- no. I mean, in material. all reality, in all reality, no one's perfect. I think I'm young. I think I think the person I end up with is gonna be like 35. So old. And he's gonna have gotten all this shit out of the way. <laughs> Literally, that's a joke. <laughs> Honestly, Jason. if you know that's nice. That's a that's a great age. If you know any young, Gen Xers, <laughs> see a Gen Xer appreciates these qualities in me. That I feel like I need to marry you. I mean, hey, <laughs> different things going on. There you go. Like, if you know a nice Gen Xer, send him my way. He'll I be will. like, he'd be happy to have. He'd you be too. like, damn, she's young too. Yeah, because I'm done. I don't even try no more. I'm like, just I, full, I'll just ball it up and put it in the closet. <laughs> no, the, the my ancestors would have some sort of fit. mine too, but I've given up on that. So, so this actually is kind of pertinent to some things I saw on the internet this weekend. What? Or actually this week. Um, you know who Harry Styles is, right? Yeah. So he was doing a concert and someone had a sign, and the sign said, "Should I text him?" Hmm. What did he say? Yes. Well, what what is your reaction? No. Okay, so Harry kind of went off on like what appears to be his five minute comedy sketch. Or While he's doing a show, isn't he a he singer? Like, yeah, he like stopped and he like looked at the sign. Yeah, that's funny. He goes off on the sign and then he says, you know, if you're at this point where you're playing games, should I text him? Should I not text him? I don't yeah. want to double text. Asking Harry Styles at that. He was like, if you're asking, should I text him? The answer is no. That's trash, right. trash, trash. And Twitter went crazy. What are they saying? He should? No, they were like, thank you, Harry yeah, Styles, like, for reminding all, us. You have to ask Harry Styles, should you text him? You should not. You definitely should Because you also him. need to be dealing with some other issues. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard, though. Double texting? Um, I don't see. I was actually having this conversation with a, a friend of mine where I was in a texting. entanglement. Text and station. I was like, what should I? Uh, I'm not going to. Yeah. She was like, well, guys like to know they're wanted, too. They do. I was like, yeah, that's true. But, but I can fold a fitted sheet, goddammit. I and know. I feel like, this man should be texting you back all yeah, the time. Uh, why are you even not texting He me? should be blowing you up. Yeah, calling even. Calling, call me. Um. Okay, so that's a funny thing. Like, I think, yeah, I am not capable of playing games, no. really, you know, with stuff. So if I want to talk to somebody... I'm probably going to text him. I call right? you all the time. You do. And I don't answer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, like if I have it in me to want to talk to you and like figure out what's going on, then yeah. I'll text and call you. But mm-hmm. like at some point, the, the the limit is there where it's like, yeah, this isn't. Yeah, I'm not chasing. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to chase you. But if I tr- genuinely want to talk, then I think it's fine. And if yeah. per- sometimes people get busy. Like I think, you know yeah the game playing is tiring like sometimes people get busy like you didn't text me back all day hey what's going on you good yeah nothing then then you know two days it's kind of like yeah yeah Yeah, i'm not that i'm not that important to you when you're getting that goes for like well not really so much friendships because i give my friends a lot of leeway um yeah like if you're asking yourself should i put myself out there that's probably not the person. I know, because you, know, you wouldn't feel that way. If, yeah, if you, if you were like, if they were giving you all the right signs to move, like, that you could do that. Yeah. Then I would be like, yeah, I'll hit him up. I don't care. Because right. I know 
it's not like me necessarily chasing. They it's, might just be busy. He's just busy or whatever. And, and they I might can, be like, oh, thanks for texting me again. I thought yeah, I responded. I can handle plans sometimes, but it can't be all, it can't be to a point where I'm like, am I bothering you? Don't like chase. that's that's now that's Replace. too much. They oh, I like that. Yeah. I think Jay Z said that. Somebody said it. It was. It's not. It's me. not. I didn't think it was. Don't chase, replace, <laughs> especially when you can fold fitted sheets. You got <laughs> options. <laughs> um, this week was funny, man. Like I had a weird, like remote working situation one day. So, I actually you sent this to me. <laughs> this is your Panera story. Yeah. And I posted it, and you know what? Someone <gasps> what? Re- we did. Ha- I had a little bit of a conversation in the oh, DMs brother. about this. I can't believe you did that. You sent it to me two posts. I did not. Oh, <laughs> I sent it to you as a friend. You tweeted it from our account. I did. No, I didn't. Oh, I did. Yes, it- you did. Okay, but <laughs> I still sent it to you first as a friend. No, I didn't know it you was were already put it posted. On Instagram. It- yeah, but it wasn't on Instagram. That's Twitter is me having internal conversations. On our yes, even there. Account. Yes, it's, it's it's I'm working things out on Twitter. Okay. It's not necessarily right. for the world. Well, my bad, but you know what? And now they know it's me. I said <laughs> it wasn't me. I said, have you ever done this? Me neither. Explain it. Explain it real quick. So. <laughs> and this is a great reason, again, to follow us on Instagram or Twitter. If you want to have see my <laughs> internal conversations, if you want to see Nicole's internal conversations, follow us on Twitter. If you want to hey. see that and others, <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Have me work out like my psychological twerks. <laughs> um, it was it was a weird day. Like I I started out um, looking for an acai bowl. I'm going to make this quick. I started out looking. This is the day you texted me like, do you know any places for juice? No, no, that was a different day. This is a different day. I was like, I want an acai bowl. So I I ended up going all the way to South Tampa to look for an acai bowl. And then because I had a lunch for you. Not okay. to go into detail, but to celebrate yeah. you, we had mm-hmm. a lunch. So I was like, let me get out of this part As of town. As we should every day. Yes. And let me go on the other side of town so I can be in the right place for this lunch. So I was like, I'm going to do South Tampa, look for Icy Bowl, head the bowl. My phone was low, though, because for whatever reason, overnight, it wasn't charged up. So, oh, crap, I'm on my hot spot. I, um, I basically... Found the place that had the ICAE bowl, but they didn't have an outlet. So <laughs> I had a call in the morning that I needed to get to. So I was like, crap. So I ate the bowl real fast. And then I was like, where can I go that is guaranteed to have plenty of outlets? And it was Panera. Of course, yeah. Okay, so I went to Panera and I had already had an ICAE bowl and a cup of coffee, right? My stomach was grumbling too. So I was glad I was at <laughs> Panera also. So I got there, I found a plug, plugged my stuff up, charged up, juiced up, had some green tea. I got a, I got a cup of green tea, a cold one, right? Okay. This is okay. mild for my stomach. Yeah, we're getting okay, lots, get, we're getting sorry. lots of okay, detail. I'm, sorry. I'm really not normally this long. And how was this. the green tea? Oh, it was delicious. Okay. The girl who was at the cash register was like, I drink this all day because it's healthy. And I'm like, it's actually mm, not healthy. Yeah, it's I don't like think it's super that healthy, with but... a bunch of sugar. But anyway, I got it, went on my way. Had the cup, kept the cup, right? Because I still had a little bit left. Got in the car, drove around, went to your lunch, left the lunch, had more meetings and stuff. And I'm like, crap, my phone is dying again. My laptop, <laughs> like, I needed to charge up again. I'm like, yeah, dog, like, why is all my stuff dying? You need a battery or something. I do. Something's wrong. So anyway, I'm like, damn, like, I don't want coffee. 
I don't want any food. Like, I just want to go somewhere with a plug. Mm-hmm. And the closest place was another Panera. Mm-hmm. And so I walked in <laughs> and I'm like, I shouldn't have to buy another drink. Like, I literally have a cup right here from this morning. <laughs> so what you do? Jason's shaking his head. What'd you do? I took the cup in. I walked in. I found a plug. I sat down. And I'm like, hmm, somebody, the lady saw me. And I just went and got another green tea. And I sat down and plugged myself up. And nobody said a word. And I charged up everything. And I did the rest of my work. Okay. And I said, I sent it to my friends first. And I'm like, I feel like I did something crazy. I feel like this is incriminating. I don't care. I'll give them the $2, whatever. (laughs) I was like, um, I did this. And they were like, this sounds like exactly like something you would do. And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? It is a hundred (laughs) percent something that you would do. So anyway, my point was situations (laughs) where you have, like we have done. You're trying to call me a thief. (laughs) No. What was it? You said to me once, one time you said, Sometimes you gotta do shit to know you can still do it. And I was like, okay. As she's sneaking me into a YMCA through the back door. It was not the back door, it was the front door. And you walked right by the person. I did. Right. So I said, um, I'm like, you know what? It was a little bit of that. It was a little bit of that. I was like, can I walk in here and just it like was. not I know care <laughs> and see and just like test the fate? And it worked. And you could. And I could. Because I it, think it's fine to do it. My issue with it was more that it was a dirty cup. It wasn't so dirty. So with the context that this is all in the same day, I feel better. It was in the morning when versus you, the evening. What you what you tweeted was something about if you already have a cup in the car. You thought it was an old cup from like five days ago. How old ago? is this cup? Yeah, exactly. Like okay. how old is this cup? Right. Can you I, like I know if you're if you're running to this Panera, you don't have time to wash this cup. You can rinse it out up over there with the water thing. I I guess you could. Yeah, I guess you're you a could. little bit of a clean freak, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I mean, I'm not like that. Uh, no, I am. Bacteria I mean, I like gro- things no. to be clean, but I'm not. I, I don't like nasty stuff. But. No, I'm the type of person that puts a meat thermometer in meat before, I, like, as I cook it to no, make I sure it's at that. the precise temperature. You're scared of, like, bacteria. Then. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really that scared of bacteria. Okay. I mean, I don't want to. I'm not nasty. Like, listen, <laughs> folks, I, I do like things to be very clean and nice. But the Panera Cut was fine. Anyway, long story short, I think that that's, a, that's allowed. I need to look up the law, look up the rules. Was it the Panera. same Panera? It was not. It was a different so one. So that's where I think you fucked up. Because if um, you'd gone to, well, not, I mean, I don't think. So what, now I'm in trouble? I, I'm just saying, I think if you went to the exact same Panera. It would have been better. It's fine, because like you did already give them money today. Free refills. But yeah, I think the implication there is you're not leaving and then coming back all day. But What, it's wrong, Jason? Is your, Jason your, is nodding as I me. speak. <laughs> oh, there you excuse go. me. There you go. This is a chain, not an individual mom and pop. Oh, okay. That makes it better. Anyway. Watch. Jason so owes in Starbucks. The we don't know. The point is I need some sort of like charging thing. I need some sort of like portable outlet that I can have in my car so I don't have to do this. Yeah. I mean, this is similar to, it's funny because I saw you that day, as you said yeah, you in did. your story. And when I saw you, I said, you know, every time I call you or talk to you, there's like 
ruckus in the background. <laughs> it's just like a, a weird amount, as if you're working in a kitchen. Or, like there's, there's just so much going on around you. Why? Because you're always in a new location. <laughs> like I will call you twice in the same day and you will be in a vastly different location than where you just were. And I always think like, I need to go places. But then I hear a story like this and I'm I know. like, that's a hundred dollar day. This is the reason why this you don't need don't to go places. House. I know, I know. I learned my lesson. I stayed in the house the next day. What was the next day? Oh, that was today. Today, it's yeah, okay. Stayed you stayed in the house. Yeah, see, I stayed in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my funny thing of the week. I don't think I was stealing. I, I don't really have any funny thing of the week. It's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> what you been watching? Um. Well, first, and I haven't watched this yet, but we should watch it and what? talk about it later. Uh, there's a documentary that's been going around. It's called Lula Rich. Have you heard of this? No. So um, have you heard of LuLaRoe Leggings? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, so like they're this. I don't understand the whole point bro. of it all. Like, why are we doing a party for leggings? Just chuggy, go to the fucking man. store. It's do you know what chuggy means? Yes, you told me what it yes. is. Yes, it's so, super chuggy. Chuggy is like the live, laugh, love. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you ever want to find all there is to find of live, laugh, love, go to Goodwill right now because oh, really? they literally have an well, entire. It is live, laugh, love has exploded. If you are chuggy. And like, you know it and you like it, respect. Okay. If you were following the trend and now you're throwing all your stuff out to Goodwill That's and you're going to follow another will, uh, trend, farmhouse. I got a problem with that. <laughs> find your find your place to and be. stick with yeah, it. Yeah, if you like farmhouse, like farmhouse. Put a gather up in your, in your dining room. I don't care. Asian prints. But don't just, yeah. I mean, if you're really into like, you know, Moroccan rugs, <laughs> yeah. do your thing. Fair I don't one. care. But like, you know. They have given up on Live, Laugh, Love. I will. They have, they I'm going to go by Goodwill one day and take a picture i almost <laughs> did but i was like i'm not gonna do this my mom has to live laugh love in her kitchen and we do make fun of it <laughs> but we made fun of that thing forever like before it was even really a trend we'd be like mom do you really need a reminder it's so funny to me eh, it yeah. is what i don't like i said if that's what you like it's a good saying like what you like yeah you know i don't care sign. um but yeah so i feel like the leggings are like super chewy they are in that like they were trend in the in the bad way like not that you like it way it's like a i'm just following a trend and now the trend is out way right and because it was like the legging the the different patterns and stuff and um a lot of them were like special like disney or i think oh marvel God. like they had different ones like that so people were really into them and um don't ever invite me to know stuff like that just don't invite me to a party at selling all. things. There's some I'm not leaving the house. There's some things I'll go and like humor you if you're my friend. And maybe some of the stuff will be decent. But leggings are not one of them. It's, I don't even like I'm no. not paying over thirty dollars. Well, I will pay over thirty dollars, but not in your house. Well, so the documentary is about how this this started really as like a way for people to make small business, but then they make a couple changes and all of a sudden it's a giant pyramid scheme. Yeah. And people go, women go bankrupt and they're losing their minds. On these yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So um, we, we're going to have to watch it because it's... I guess I have no choice. Everyone I know is talking about it. All right, what's, what's it on Hulu? It's on Amazon Prime. Okay, I'll watch it. So that's one thing that I've got my eye on. I haven't seen it yet, okay. but I haven't seen a lot yet. Have you watched anything recently? Uh, we talked about some stuff. I mean, we both watched that Malignant movie. 
I don't know if we want to go into it right we, now. We can't or we'll be there forever. We will. And I told Nicole when we started this, I have plans and I have Sorry, to leave. I'm not no, gonna no, go no. There. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just explaining because <sighs> normally this is a, just an exercise in our stream of consciousness yep. but i cannot today i'm sorry today yeah we have to be but malignant watch it y'all it is it a is, fucking mind it is it is i don't even know the adjective it's a mind fuck but it's everything it's so but it's also crazy. not it's not and that the no spoilers the scene where they reveal what's finally happening yeah. and it's just like <laughs> waving in its little jail. arms <laughs> Oh, the jam. <laughs> anyway, don't start. I won't. So, <laughs> man, I um I have been loving watching Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu, right? So yes. good. I finished it last night, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. So, but before I was watching that, I was watching White Lotus on HBO, which, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Some people, there's camps that, like, love White Lotus and don't like Nine Perfect Strangers or love Nine per- or hate Nine Perfect Strangers and love White Lotus. I think... They are similar, but what I liked about White Lotus is, first of all, it was funny. So it's a show on HBO Max about um, a resort in the Pacific, right? Called the White Lotus. Called the White Lotus. Very um, fancy, expensive. I would say an expensive resort, right? It, it definitely appears like you have to have some money to go there. Yeah, it's like four or five star probably resort yeah. in the Pacific Islands, which means it's expensive. Yeah, at one point, one of the characters says that it's like the most romantic, voted the most romantic on yeah. the island. So yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's expensive. And the whole story revolves around just like people, and Elizabeth might be able to explain it better because she's seen it more recently, but a group of people arriving at the resort and how their vacation goes. Mm-hmm. But it delves deeper into their lives yeah. and what's happening. It also touches on the staff at the hotel and some dynamics that's going on there, right? Yeah. What else do you want to add about the plot of it all? No, I think that's a great way to say it. It's just about a group of guests, each in their own little, you know, families world. or, yeah, in their worlds and, and how how they spend their vacation with the, yeah. interacting with the staff and each other. It touches on... Topics of class, mm-hmm. race, gender, age, colonialism, colonialism. It's really kind of doing the most, and it is. It's real woke, but it in got, a understated way. Yeah, like they they did it mostly well. I binged it, so watching them all back to back to back to back, it was a little bit like, okay, I get it. But <laughs> yeah, it, when you take it. them on your on their own, like I did think. Oh, okay, they're approaching these things and they're doing a generally a good job. Yeah, it doesn't feel so. like they're just hitting me. Did you ever watch the show Sabrina, the Teenage Witch? The new one. Mm, I watched on the original. Uh, <laughs> talking to a Gen Xer here. I know. That's why I said Come the new on one. Now, I no. watched both. <laughs> the original is way better. The new one like takes a baseball bat to all those tropes of wokeness and just beats you down with it to I the point where you're interested. like, I actually hate women. I'm like, not interested. <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested. I hate everyone Don't around turn me. me. Against, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm now be like super all the bad stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I now hate all everyone. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm discriminating. <laughs> happily yeah this was a little i think it was tastefully done um you know i there there was like a lot about rate of class and 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 wealth and stuff but before we get into that part like i thought one of the best ones was the lady who i forget what her name was jennifer coolidge yes the mm-hmm. the, the the single woman who was there who was yes. like in love getting the the massages from 
Kelly from Insecure because I forgot I can, what her I name can't remember is. Her I name just is, call yeah. her Kelly from Insecure. She was a she was a spa attendant at the hotel, and she gave really great um like massages and head massages and everything, and like she was very holistic. And this woman just like clung to her because she was going through a real stressful time. And then as soon as she sort of like found a man. She threw Kelly to the curb. Mm -hmm. And she was also like super desperate. She was probably like in her late 50s and single and like was well to do. And she just gave real thirsty vibes. It was kind of sad, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. It's she's like the perfect archetype of someone who's got everything, but is like super desperate because they're not because she doesn't have anyone in her life. Right. So she has everything she wants, but she has no connection. But yet her ability to pick people to be in her life was poor to me. Like, why are you just automatically abandoning this person to go be with like some dude you just met? I mean, that whole situation was like I saw it coming from a mile away. Okay, right. never, she was too, never trust she was the rich too person. Over the top. Yeah, no, they're gonna fund your business. No, they're not. Right. You know, they're here. You're entertainment to them. Right. And I say that as someone who's worked in the service industry. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so then there was one on the other side of it, which was this whole like newly married young woman to this sort of dickhead guy who was wealthy from a wealthy family totally he was was, he was and he had like sort of this new wife that was just trying to do everything to kind of make him happy but i mean in the end what he really wanted her to be was a trophy wife Mm -hmm. and she had all of this sort of like contradiction going on in her because she had this sort of journalism career which really wasn't that great and um she gave it up or was he was wanting her to give it up to just be his trophy wife. Right. Yeah. It was a lot. I mean, I just set it up. Oh. What it, <laughs> I just set it up. Yeah, so um Nicole's right. She is I don't remember what her name is. Neither. Do you remember her, the, the character's we name? You should probably know the character's name. Huh? Yeah. Well, so this character, she uh like Nicole said, is a journalist, uh kind of not a very good one. Or at least she might be good, but she's not. Not yet. She's she's still working freelance, not really out yeah. of paper or anything. Yeah. She wants to do investigative, hard-hitting stuff, but she's stuck doing profile pieces and, like, BuzzFeed stuff. Right. And then her husband is, uh, you know, obviously a guy who comes from money, and he uh, met her. I think they were together for, like, nine months. It was a whirlwind Rachel romance. Rachel was her name. Okay. And yeah. so they have this whirlwind romance. They get married. And it's only after that she's realizing that he's not maybe exactly how she thought. And also (laughs) that like, because what happens is she gets a gig or she gets a job Mm -hmm. and they need her to do it like soon. Right. But she needs to turn it down because they're going to be on honeymoon for like three months or I'm sorry, three weeks. (laughs) Right. A very long honeymoon. It's very long. I I was like, damn, that's long. (laughs) Um, and so he tells her to turn it down. She says, no, I have, if I'm going to keep working, I need to do it. And he says, well, why would you keep working? You have money. And so this is where her issue comes in. So then Nicole texted me something very vague. Like she does. (laughs) It's like trophy wives. And I was like, what about them? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so one good other thing, his mom ends up coming on the honeymoon because right. that's totally appropriate. You totally want to see your mother-in-law on the honeymoon, like within the first couple of days. But anyway, obviously his mother is like very overbearing and she's one of these women who probably has been kept 
and is a bit of a trophy wife. And she's trying to convince this girl, Rachel, to give up her aspirations as a journalist and to just be this great wife to this guy and continue the legacy of being a trophy wife. Right. And she's just miserable about it all until a whole bunch of shit happens. And at the end, she ends up doing exactly what it is they wanted her to do. Right. Which is to go along to get along. At least that's the way it ended. I thought it was really interesting because, you know, I think so many times we think about a a woman like giving up her career or whatever. And a lot, I feel like in media, a lot of times it's like this amazing career. She has to choose between being like the CEO of her own paper, like her media company with her kids or something. And she has to make that Diane Keaton and baby boom. You don't know anything about that. Okay. never mind. I know who Diane Keaton is. I know what a baby baby boomer is. Watch baby boom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Boomer. Uh, (laughs) Well, but I think this was more realistic because the odds are that you're not going to have some sort of illustrious career. You're just going to have like a normal career that maybe you really like, but But it is not paying you all that much money. And also isn't maybe like fulfilling the passion that you set out to to fulfill but, but it's something that and you, you like were doing it. and, and you like it and it's part of your identity yep so do you leave that and then also i mean you're what well, i like what you're saying about it's it's not as severe as the movies make it seem right yeah. it's just like i went to college for this uh-huh. i said i wanted to do it and i'm doing it right. and now you've married me and you want me to not do it the problem i had with it was like don't you know this before you walk down the aisle with this like rich guy whose family is like totally funding everything i think so so i think what you i think the reason that you wanted to bring this up was to see uh trophy wives like get the millennials take on a trophy i wife. wanted to know if if you guys felt like being a trophy wife was like the worst thing possible or like not even something like would you be embarrassed to be a trophy wife Personally, no. <laughs> any look, I'm gonna make this really clear right now. If there is any rich man listening, as we spoke about, this is a very great time to bring this up. I fold a fitted sheet. She does. I cook. She does. My twerking could use help, but if I'm a trophy wife, you have time. I'll take classes. This isn't a problem for me. No, I mean I don't. So I think my issue with it was the fact that. She, at one point, discusses the terms of her marriage. Yeah. And she mentions that she did sign a prenup. And so she has to stay with him for a certain amount of years. To get anything. To get, yeah, to get a certain amount. So I think, in general, that is the bad call. Really? Because here's the thing. Now, if I marry you and there's no... There's no agreement. Or if the prenup is a little bit more fair, because this one didn't sound as fair, then after we are together and you'll find your new trophy, because inevitably that's going to happen. Like if you get a, if you're a trophy wife, you have to know that you're only going to be that expire because of your looks. You will not. If you, when you're, when you're not a trophy anymore, you're not a trophy wife. Exactly. And then they'll upgrade. Right. And so like, yeah, if you're going to do that and you have all of these, and you're not going to get any money out of it, basically, like to just be really frank. Yeah. You have these rules about this prenup, then that's a bad idea. Okay. And I think for me, it's something that I feel like maybe, maybe it's because I'm a woman or because we didn't have, like we weren't rich growing up mm-hmm. or I don't know exactly why. Maybe it's because I'm Hispanic, but I would never want to put 
my life in someone else's hands. Yeah, I agree with that. A hundred percent. I agree with that. So if I know when we get divorced because you found another 23 year old, I'm going to be set. Then let's go. Well, you would be because well, you, unless it, the prenup says I'm not giving well, you anything. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like her prenup, well, she wasn't going to be set necessarily. Right. She right. would still have to go back and work. Right. So that's a bad situation because she's going to stop working. And then when they inevitably get divorced, she's going to have to start working again. Right. So it's not worth it to put in the years for the. Right. Because you're not getting anything out of it. $100,000, whatever. Right. But if I put in the years and then I get the like some money. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. I mean, I, I um, do. N- this is where I sort of find it to be interesting. I think it's actually, <laughs> this is going to probably be weird to people, might be harder to be a trophy wife than to be anything else. And I'm not just talking about from a, you don't have to live out your, you don't get to follow your dreams thing, but like from the sheer thing of what it takes to be that, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I think like, again, it's this, it's, it's, you know, I hear millennial, you know, women, young women like you, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, beauty queens, they're not, you know, there's this poo-pooing of women who put a lot of effort into the appearance, the looks and Mm -hmm. like that part of it. But like, it also requires a lot of work to do that too. And most trophy wives aren't dumb. Like they're actually people who can hold conversations. You have to be able to, you have to be able to go to events, make your husband look good, look good. And then also sort of like carry around this mental thing of I'm not really doing my stuff. I'm doing everything for him and the family, but still be happy. That's a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think if you'd asked me some 27, mm-hmm. if you'd asked me maybe five years ago, I would be like, no, never. Right. That's so You're getting a little older now. Now I'm older. <laughs> I'm wiser. Potentially. I'd love for someone to pay off my house. Right. Again, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that I think you're right, but, and also they can do other things, right? Like that was one of the, that was one of the things that someone said to this character, Rachel, in the show was, you know, you can be philanthropic, you, you can, can donate, yeah. you can, yeah. you, you could actually you make more back. of a difference right. doing this. Than your little reporting with, or right, whatever. Your bad reporting, yeah. frankly, <laughs> doing profile pieces for like pop buzz. And also that the person hated. Right. So <laughs> I think that, yeah, I, I can see that. I think it's more just like in this world, it, I feel like back in the day, that you know about it used to be like you just got married to someone and then they became a doctor or something they made money yeah and then you got half right so and that's yeah. what i think if i you, sent if you. you put in the work <laughs> right yeah. and so like <laughs> actually there's even it's an eddie murphy sketch my family's like super into eddie murphy i know the joke he's uh wearing yeah. like a purple suit and he's talking yeah. about okay well <laughs> you know but i'm gonna keep explaining it <laughs> It's like one of the most notable Eddie Murphy delirious. Yes. And he's like, I want half Eddie. Like that whole thing. And I'm like, because that was legit a thing. Hell yeah. Especially in California. Right. But nowadays. It's a little different. You got to be a little savvier than that. That's what I'm saying. If we're going to start talking about lawyers, then we need to lay this out. Because in 10 years, when you upgrade to a new model i need to be set i'm not yeah because if she's been out of work for 10 years 
it's gonna be now she's got to go back into the workforce yeah she's screwed you know yeah i mean but that's a regular woman too so it's like what's 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 better to to be back in the workforce with a five hundred thousand dollar settlement or be back in the workforce with a fifty thousand dollar settlement you i mean if you're regular and you get divorced and you know you go on your way it's smaller amount if you're a trophy wife and you go on your way it's a bigger amount yeah but if you were if you were a regular wife you and not a, stay, not a stay at home. You'd but be like working a, in your career. Yeah, exactly. You'd are you still be working. So maybe you made sacrifices to not go further. And like maybe you made sacrifices, you know, for the family. Right. Which all women, all women regular do. and trophy. But <laughs> you were still in it, you know, you were doing something. You were doing you were in it. You can you have a job. You can get a new job. You can true. Now, you can now say, oh, I'm going to rev up my career and I'm going to go further. Yeah, true. Where you didn't before because of the family, because of the being the trophy wife. Right. Well, no, just because of being a regular wife, you got a job. You're like, oh, I could get a promotion, but I care about my family. So I'm not right. But then. You guys get a divorce and you're like, fuck it. Boom. I can still do I'm going to go for all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Because Whereas the trophy wife has not been pursuing that. Right. Her own personal professional gain. Right. For a while. I feel like, I feel like at least in shows and stuff, trophy wives end up becoming trophy wives for just like men upgrade. They kind of like upgrade to like an older man. You <laughs> they know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, and then, they can. And then they trophy that out. Yeah. And then they keep going. And then he dies. And then you're all set. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what I thought was interesting was I did a little research. Like, what what is the benefit? Like, you know, what is the... Um, is it positive at all? And guess what? It probably is. A study was done <laughs> that said having a trophy wife and a rich husband are keys to a strong marriage for certain people. And you know who those people are? Who? Maximizers. Does, what does that mean? A maximizer is someone who um, is trying to maximize every decision that they make. So they tend to take longer to do things. They're very much more analytical about it. It has to be a benefit. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily about love. It's about like, is this the ma is this the best choice? Right. And so men who choose trophy wives are maximizing the type of woman and the woman who allows that and yeah. gets the rich man is maximizing her mate. And they end up sort of like, even though they may not stay long, married as long, they end up like being happier, according to this study, which was done in 2019 by Florida State. University. Go Knowles. Yeah, your alma mater. And it's published in the Society <laughs> for Personality and Social Psychology. My alma mater that well, yeah. at one point was a factory for trophy wives. <laughs> I mean, it might still be. But anyway, hey. that's another one. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they said that for the study, um, they looked at people in Texas and Florida. Makes which sense. I would say Makes has sense. a big concentration of trophy wives. Uh -huh. And um, their, marital, their marital satisfaction among people considered maximizers was very high. They said um, even for trivial decisions such as menu items to choose at a restaurant or which pairs of shoes to purchase, maximizers tend to, tend to be more satisfied with their choices. And in the context of romantic relationships, maximizers are those who seek the best possible possible partner and who over the course of their relationship continue to compare their partners to other potential partners. Mm -hmm. And when it's better, they move on to continue maximizing. Um, so they recruited 233 heterosexual couples from Texas and Florida and they were surveyed and yeah, they reported 
being happy levels of of uh contentment and happiness well and that so i think you bring up a great point because watching the show he was definitely a maximizer yes he was she talked about the reasons why mm -hmm. he picked her yeah she was not you don't think she was i think no i think she actually did think that they were in love and she realized Mm. afterwards that it was a mistake but she chooses to maximize i think towards the end and that's why you see her make that choice I don't, I'm going to talk, I'm going to, I am going to um, stand up for the guys on this. And that if a man is wealthy, like he was, this is the thing about him. I don't feel like he ever hid who he was or what he was about. He's like, here's this family I'm in. This is what I want to do. I don't want you doing that. And she just went along with it. Mm -hmm. He never hid who he was. Yeah, no, you're not wrong because he... He gets frustrated at her because he's like, "This is this is what this was like," and this I is, I felt for him because I was like, "He is right. Like she should have known better." I think that she. So I think I don't know when it happened. I don't know how it happened, but I feel like at one point there was some something that was fed to women of her age and my age that mm-hmm. we could like have it all, that yeah. we could have this like storybook romance find the hot rich guy, marry him, have our careers, have children, and then somehow be successful at all these things. And the older I get, the more I realize like that is not how this works. No. You can be like good at maybe one or two things. Yeah. But you cannot do all three. I think you can have it all but just not at the same time. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I agree. That I, makes sense. I, I don't and, and even then you're not gonna have it all. But you can have a lot of the things that you want, but they will not be at the same time no. because you're not um, a superhero. Right. Yeah. Because it just, so I think she, it was under that, that guys. Of- yeah. Of, oh, well, it's fine. I'll marry him. I'll be rich. I'll live in a nice place in New York instead of like my closet. Mm-hmm. And then I'll keep doing this and then, you know, be successful at that too. And she probably even assumed that they had connections and stuff that could even help her career. I'm assuming, right? Because if I see people who are as well connected as they were, I'm like, oh, well, maybe they can introduce me to someone and that'll help my career. So she was kind of maximizing a little bit. She was, she was. But I think, you know, you want it all. You think you can have it all. And then you realize like, wait, this there's it's like cost. yeah wait so there's like a an exchange to this <laughs> you gotta give something right i think the one part where i again it gives me pauses because she had student loans yeah that i do not think he was paying off i mean but she's not working so who's gonna pay him right but i guess like the most I feel like the most fair thing would be to just like pay off the debt. So they're starting from an equal zero. Oh, I see. You what see you're what saying. I'm saying? Because yeah. like, again, if he like when they when they get divorced, I, mean, I didn't even see that part. I didn't even realize she that talked was a about part. it. Yeah, oh. she talked. To, she talked to uh, when she's talking about the prenup. She says, I've got all these student loans. And would the prenup pay them off? No. Yeah, that's weird. So if, if they got divorced, rich, it would still be hers. Yeah. And I was like, I've heard of rich people getting to, like, like how I said, if I got together with a guy uh, who was, I was going to be his trophy wife. <laughs> yeah, you need to pay all this stuff off. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> pay off my house, yeah, for pay sure. off my car, for and sure. then like, yeah, then I'm for yours. Sure. I'll do whatever the hell you want. Well, that's normally how it works. Nonprofit, sure, yeah. whatever. Like, okay, but you Gala, know, I got it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who do, you, I got who, do you, it. who do you think 
told you as you guys as you know millennial women who told you that you could have it all like what figure in media or pop culture made you think that oh that's a good question i don't know if it's like i don't know if it was one person in particular but i do feel like it was like the sentiment the theme i feel like if i actually i'm sure there's studies about it i'm sure there's movies and tv and rom-coms like uh one that comes to mind is uh how to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> I love that. For some movie. reason, I love it too. But she's she got like, it all at the she end. She has it all. She, she I has mean, a they great don't have magazine career. Right. I mean, we don't know like if they have kids or not. Right. But she's got an amazing career. <laughs> she's got an amazing guy, you know, and somehow it all works out, it even though she didn't really do end. her job. And so <laughs> And also like went crazy on him. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it, it's a lot of things like that where you see someone just in the background being successful at their job and also like super in love with their spouse and yeah. also a great, you know, and yeah, they're, it's media. So they're dealing with something, right? There's yeah. some sort of hiccup in the road. But then it gets solved. Right. And everyone <laughs> lives happily ever after. And that's just not how life works out. Nope. I don't think that I could be a trophy wife only because I I don't care enough about my appearance mm. personally. Like I don't to that degree. Right. Like, you know, me It's a whole full time job. Yeah. I don't really care enough. Like, that's not the thing I put my energy in. Yeah. So again, my pretty, my, my <laughs> fucking hot privilege. Naturally. No, but, so easy. No, in reality, <laughs> <laughs> I hope people know I'm kidding. But, <laughs> or am I? Uh, <laughs> <gasps> oh um, my god but yeah like so that's just not me but i have known women who they were really passionate about that like that's what I they wanted the, to do i don't i'm not there either i do i do care about how i look i do we I, all I, do to an extent to an extent but mine is gonna cut off about four, five notches below trophy wife or maybe even seven like getting having a standing nail appointment like getting having like all those standing things yeah. is where i'm gonna go crazy yeah like every two weeks you need you know mani pedi spray tan yeah, hair done yeah. highlight like, like i'm gonna do some teeth whitening i'm gonna do yeah. some of it right, right. yeah but exactly. it's not gonna always be done all the time and then i'm also not gonna be able to like have on something like super sexy every night either like some nights right right or like everything is done right in the home like it's gonna be some good weeks and some bad weeks right yeah but i do think sometimes <laughs> i'm like the level of shit i will put up with it's kind of like a job right yeah it's a totally the a job. level of shit i put up with is absolutely going to be based on one how you treat like generally how you treat me like if you're decent to me I'll, I'll put decent. up with more. Yeah, me too. And if you like, you know, respect me, I'm going to get to a point, but like respect me. And also you can provide a really good lifestyle. I will put, put up, up with, with more. more. Exactly. So like, for example, if I was dating someone who was, uh, or with married to someone who was really well off, they yeah. provided really well. You put up with more shit. And let's say they were having an affair, but they, honestly kept it kind of on the down low <laughs> and they were pretty res if you're flaunting it that's not, that's no disrespect. children came home yeah. no child support demands no that's disrespectful if you're flaunting in the street but if it's like you're keeping it on the yeah. dl and like no one you know a few people know because yeah. some people are gonna know but yeah. not everyone knows yeah and you're still yeah. bringing home the money and you're still treating me fine like kindly honestly i'll put up with a lot i'll put, put up, up with, with it huh? now if you're 
just me. A regular <laughs> If you're We're not doing regular, that. Regular, <laughs> like me right now? Yeah, can't do it. No, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not going to happen. You um, did what with who? Okay, goodbye. I feel like there are certain things you can put up with. I'm not going to say that's one of them, but I would say maybe like d- being demanding. Like if a guy, if a man is wealthy and like he's going to be a bit of an a-hole because you, you have to be an asshole yeah. to, be, to be rich. I mean, I'm sorry to say it, but it takes a lot mm-hmm. to get to that level. We're talking about millionaire, not. No. Yeah. Not I'm like talking about we have a yacht. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Or something. We have a big we have boat. Let's just say we have a big boat. Right. And a yacht. And I'm like, put up with certain higher levels of assholery. I don't. Yeah. You know, I'm older. I've been married. Like, I know, like, I've been married long enough to know that even with a lot of money, this whole like every mistress I want a new horse (laughs) (laughs) at a certain point you're not gonna be you're gonna be like this is not worth it right it's just a thing no I know but I get what you're saying yeah I get what you're saying so um yeah but this is the deal with anyone who is of means a man in general like there's this whole concept of like high value men and we're not gonna get all into it but like the higher their value the more shit you gotta put up with and do like I said, it's so like a you job. may need to tap out at two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand, you might need to be like, this is about as much as I can do. It's about high, yeah. It, I know my limits, right? Well, it's like <laughs> when you're making a decision. I often equate a job and like, job interviews and dating as like pretty much the same thing. Yeah, because you know. Do I come off desperate? You need to negotiate. Uh It's like that whole uh thing. And so, yeah, like if I actually had this conversation with someone, if you were to to get a job offer that was for a ridiculous amount of money. You willing to put up with it? But the stress was there. It has to be that level of money where you're like, yeah, I'll do this. I will do all this for that. Yeah. Same as if it's like maybe not a very stress, like not high paying, but it's going to be a cakewalk. Maybe you make that decision. Maybe you it, make that choice. It depends on like what you're looking for, you yeah. know, at that point. If you're a maximizer, you'll probably go with the high job. You will. If you're trying to maximize salary, if you're trying to maximize like time Happiness. away from work, maybe you go with, um, you know, the lower, the lower paying, paying job yeah. that you get out at five. Right. So yeah. that's kind of how I approach relationships too. Hmm. Yeah. This is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> To be the missing piece. I put them in. Are you? What is your salary range? You rank for my, it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's interesting, man. Yeah, millennial women, you can't have it all. None I, of us can. I've, I've only. I think that a lot of us are coming to that now. Like I'm a, I'm a young millennial. Yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. I think you are. Women are getting there. I think a lot of people I know have already had to maybe put deal with the fact that like life's not going to be the way you thought it would be well because yeah you have this idea if you work hard enough you can have anything you want yep but that's not necessarily how it works there's other factors right exactly and like no relationship's ever going to be perfect just like no job's perfect and no prenup is perfect so find the loopholes and take (laughs) as much money as you can i know that and make sure he pays off your loans maximize maximize interesting i might go back and watch it she was giving me agita <laughs> she was making me i was like oh i was God, like girl you are getting on my nerves like what are you gonna do here this is a mess well when i saw her so upset she was terrible i was like then just break up with him but you know what this is the other part i think that happens a lot on people's honeymoons i think so too yeah people kind of go I crazy think, a little bit i think it might happen even 
before a honeymoon. I think, oh, yes, it could. Yeah, I think it can and happen, it can at happen any point. on a honeymoon. And it could also be that it's just a freak out and people are like, okay, let me calm the hell down. That hers wasn't a freak out. It wasn't. She came to a realization. She can't, and it's just, I think, I think everyone comes, or at least, I don't know about men, but I feel like every know. woman comes to that realization at some point in a long term relationship, whether you're starting it or yeah. in the middle of it, whatever, yeah. where you're like, Oh, yeah. oh this, this is, is how it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened oh mm-hmm. okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah and she just happened to do it then which she should have done it before because he was not good and his mom was fucking horrible yeah don't show up on my honeymoon right i swear to god red flag show up after yeah they were having like a three-week honeymoon home and have like some stuff for us like food and stuff show up week three when i'm over talking to him especially if i like you i don't even think she liked the lady no that's true that's another problem yeah like your mother-in-law red flags don't get married yeah maybe just don't work on yourself learn to fit a sheet (laughs) <laughs> fold the finishing <laughs> work on your cooking Too skills for that. <laughs> you know invest know buy some property <laughs> ladies come on we can do better than this <laughs> all right well good chat i think so do you think that's it shall we I call think it so is that the show yeah we'll have more for you guys next week elizabeth has stuff to do because she's a millennial we'll see this is it's gonna be interesting next few weeks but um, that's the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. It really does help. We got one five-star review. Woo! And I'm going to read it out loud. I love it. Because uh, I hope it gets a laugh. Oh, brother. The review says, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a joke. I think that might be my dad. It was... No, a, it was... <laughs> It was attached to five stars, but I said I would read it, and so I did. Thank you to whoever wrote Brevity that. Brevity is an art. I'll take it. Uh, you know, yeah. I'll take it. Sure. I would like if you guys leave a review. Let us know who you think's right most of the time. It's going to be me. I think it's going to be me, but we'll see. It, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, so make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Um, do feel free to write more than two words. I will read it regardless. Um, and thanks. We can find us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. See ya.